In a season three episode of The Office called Product Recall, Michael Scott said the following, If I could leave you with one thought, remember, it wasn't me. They're trying to make me an escape goat. If I'm fired, I swear to God that every single piece of copier paper in this town is going to have the F word on it. The F word. You have one day. I can only imagine these are the kind of feelings that Bruce Cassidy is feeling here on Tuesday morning after being let go by the Boston Bruins as their head coach. We're going to talk about why on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. And contrary to what we often see, there's been a lot to talk about here in the beginning stages of the Boston Bruins offseason, continuing yesterday with the dismissal of head coach Bruce Cassidy. Before we get into all that, I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available on all podcast platforms, so please open up your app, smash that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feeds for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you uh, are on Twitter, you can also follow along at Bruins. Same handle on Instagram. You can find me. My dad jokes, hockey tweets, at Ian C. McLaren. I'm a lifelong Bruins fan. Been covering this team for various outlets for 17 years or so. And I've seen quite a few coaches come and go over the years. And usually their dismissals are fairly justified. Not so in the case of Bruce Cassidy. It was announced last night around 7 p.m. that Don Sweeney had relieved Bruce Cassidy of his duties as head coach. This was the quote from Sweeney in the release. He said, Today I informed Bruce Cassidy that I was making a head coaching change. After 14 years working with Bruce, that's dating back to their time in Providence, moving into Boston. This was an extremely difficult decision. I want to thank and acknowledge Bruce for all his work and success with the Bruins organization. His head coaching record for the Bruins is impressive, and we're appreciative of Bruce both professionally and personally. After taking some time to fully digest everything, meaning regular season, playoffs, moving forward, I felt that the direction of our team for both this season and beyond would benefit from a new voice. He concluded by saying, I want to wish Bruce, Julie, Shannon, and Cole much success as a family and with their future opportunities. The key in this statement is 
Sweeney feeling that the direction of the team for both this season and beyond would benefit from a new voice. Now speaking on Tuesday morning to the media, Don Sweeney said that Bruce Cassidy did not lose the room and that he did not take the news well of his dismissal. Furthermore, players did not drive the decision. There was some speculation on Monday evening that perhaps Patrice Bergeron, David Krejci had said, we'll we'll come back if Cassidy is dismissed, if there's a new coach brought in. According to Sweeney, players did not drive the decision. This was his decision, and it came from, or with the support at least, of team president Cam Neely and Bruins CEO Charlie Jacobs. Now the immediate reaction is confusion. It's bewilderment. How can you let go a head coach who has a point percentage or a winning percentage of .672 in six seasons with the Boston Bruins? He coached 399 regular season games with a record of 245, 108, and 46. He did not win a Stanley Cup as a member of the Boston Bruins or as Boston Bruins coach, but he did lead the team to the Stanley Cup Final in 2019, Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Final, in fact. And he also won a Jack Adams Trophy as Coach of the Year in 2019-20. Just two seasons ago. Remember, after the Game 7 loss to St. Louis, the Bruins came out and won the President's Trophy in the COVID-shortened 2019-20 season. That was only two years ago. This past season, the Bruins got off to a slow start with many new faces thrown into the mix. After the COVID break, Bruce Cassidy made the decision to split up the top line, build the top six around Marchand Bergeron, Hall, Pasternak, and they had great success. I believe in the 2022 portion of the regular season, they were a top five team. So how now do you turn around and make Bruce Cassidy the scapegoat and say this team needs a new voice? We'll talk about this more in a moment, but first a quick word about Built Bar. Don't you just love a chewy chocolate brownie? What about a caramel brownie with caramel swirled on top? So good. What if I told you that you can have all that chewy, chocolatey deliciousness plus 17 grams of protein? Well, you're in luck because caramel brownie bars are available right now at Built.com. And you got to act fast because they're a fan favorite. Forget about dessert. These are better than dessert. 
and the macros are unreal. About 130 calories, 17 grams of protein, 4 grams of sugar. I'd replace a regular brownie with Bilt's Caramel Brownie Bar in a heartbeat. They're covered in 100% real chocolate, and all of Bilt Bars are made with a collagen protein that your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. With Built, Tasty is the new healthy. Go to Built.com to get your box of caramel brownie bars now. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. I want to thank you so much again for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. We have an important favor to ask you now. We've put together a survey so we can learn more about our listeners and what makes your favorite Locked On podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about our podcasts. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash NHL, sorry, slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long and everyone that completes the survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. That's LockedOnPodcasts.com slash survey. Thank you so much for your help. So Bruce Cassidy taking the fall for Boston's inability to move past the second round this season, despite pushing the second-ranked Carolina Hurricanes to seven games. Bruce Cassidy um, never missed the playoffs as Boston Bruins head coach, losing in the first round to the Ottawa Senators in 2017, Losing in the second round to the Tampa Bay Lightning, 2018. Already mentioned the Stanley Cup final loss in 2019. Second round losses to Tampa Bay and the Islanders in 2020 and 2021. And then again, pushing the Hurricanes to a seventh and deciding game here in um, 2022. Overall, career playoff coaching record of 36 and 37. So not quite as sparkling of a record in the playoffs as in the regular season. But is that, and this is the big question here in light of this news, are Boston's failings over the past several years a result of poor coaching or questionable coaching decisions or is it a result of a flawed roster and that's the big question right now unfortunately for Bruce Cassidy he doesn't get to make that determination it's in the hands of Don Sweeney Cam Neely And even if it's on them, they have the authority to put it on someone else. And that is Bruce Cassidy. Now, Fluto Shinzawa of The Athletic points out that both Neely and Sweeney made it clear 
in the year-end press conferences that they were dissatisfied with two things. Cassidy's tactics for producing offense and his approach toward optimizing player performance among younger roster players. Uh, Players being afraid to make mistakes. And Neely said, when younger players make mistakes, they're worried they're not going to play the next game. Wow, that game is still going on. Now, here's the problem with that logic. Bruins young players that are talented, they excelled under Bruce Cassidy. Think of David Pasternak, Charlie McAvoy, uh, even Matt Grizzlick to a certain degree, Jeremy Swayman. Taylor Hall was rejuvenated under Bruce Cassidy. Younger players like a Jack Stanika, Danton Heinen, Anders Bjork, Ryan Donato. These were all guys that were moved out or could be moved out in Stanika's case. Who? Zach Stanishin, for example, as well. You make a mistake, he's going to take you out of the lineup because he knows that it's on him to get the most out of the roster that is put before him. If these younger players aren't able to step up as Sweeney and Neely expect, it's not necessarily on the coach. It's because they're expecting maybe too much from these guys that they've committed to. A Trent Frederick, for example, a first-round pick. You expect him to step up, but... Maybe he's not a first-round caliber player. You should have taken a guy like Alex Dabrinkit instead. That's on you. Um, same with Asanishin. You reach on him in the first round, and he doesn't get a lot of rope at the NHL level because if the Bruins lose games, the coach is going to be the first guy to go. And you also committed... On the other hand, to you, a Nick Foligno, Eric Halla, Thomas Nosek, Derek Forbort. So to a certain extent as well, Cassidy is tied or somewhat obligated to put those guys in the lineup. Even if a younger guy might be more deserving. So he was kind of caught in the middle there. Caught between trying to get the most out of these young players who... Maybe the organization expects too much out of. And also, fielding a roster that didn't have the best possible selections on draft day. And was full of, not full of, but complemented by some questionable signings. Your Matt Beliskis, your David Backuses, your Nick Felinos. You can easily argue that Bruce Cassidy got the most out of the roster in front of him. Now, make no mistake, he was blessed to have a Patrice Bergeron in the lineup, a Brad Marchand in the lineup, a David Pasternak in the lineup, the emergence of Charlie McAvoy, exceptional goaltending all throughout, even with the loss of Tukarask. Jeremy Swayman stepped up. Linus Allmark stepped up. 
and he played to those strengths. The Bruins were regularly a top possession team under Bruce Cassidy, regularly a top penalty-killing team, able to generate shots. You just didn't have guys, enough guys, who could finish. And that's where the lack of talent on draft day came back to bite you in the ass. That's where the inability to add scoring via free agency, uh, leaving cap space on the table at the deadline this past season, that's not on Bruce Cassidy. And while he's not a perfect head coach, nobody is. They have a real lack of young talent coming up. Their prospect pool is very thin. And that's why I suggested maybe look to trade a Brad Marchand if someone comes calling. Now we have Fluto Shinzawa on The Athletic suggesting they perhaps look to trade David Pasternak. If Bergeron doesn't come back, we could be entering legit rebuild territory here. And it's going to be difficult to get as much out of this team with the new head coach as they did from Bruce Cassidy. Um, here on Tuesday morning, Don Sweeney reiterated that uh, no clarity on Bergeron's future. He's been in touch with David Krejci's camp. Uh, he doesn't expect to buy out any players, which would be a mistake to retain Nick Foligno. Um, and he said he's going to be open-minded for the Bruins' next coach. Doesn't have to be someone with head coaching experience. And finally, he added team toughness is a must, and that's clearly coming from uh, from Cam Neely, who has always been big on toughness. What did Cam Neely have to say about the dismissal of Bruce Cassidy? He said the following, I want to thank Bruce for his time and service to the Boston Bruins organization. He's been a fantastic coach and has helped this team win many games and achieve success over his tenure behind the bench. Uh, he wants to extend his gratitude to Bruce and his family for everything they've done over the years to support the New England community and the Bruins organization. Wish them continued success in the future. He added he has the utmost confidence in Don to conduct a thorough search to identify the best candidate that's going to help our team reach its full potential. CEO Charlie Jacobs also thanked Bruce and his family for their dedication to the organization, wishing them well in the future. And let's be honest, it's not going to take Bruce Cassidy, very long to find a new position in the hockey world. Perhaps he wants to take a year or some time off to uh, assess his options. But there should be some teams who will reach out to him. There's quite a few vacancies around the NHL. Uh, Don Sweeney did say that 
Kevin Dean, assistant coach Kevin Dean, had already been dismissed by Bruce Cassidy. Chris Kelly, Joe Sacco, assistant coaches still under contract. And we'll have to see whoever is brought in, whether they want to bring in their own assistants or if one of these guys is promoted to the head coaching position. There's quite a few names out there. That will be perhaps a conversation for uh, another day. Maybe tomorrow we'll look at the coaching candidates. For today, I wanted to focus on why Bruce Cassidy was let go. Um, And the justification given by management for pinning the team's lack of success on the head coach as opposed to themselves. And, you know, Don Sweeney did say that, um, you know, he holding himself accountable as well. The team has not won. That's the ultimate goal. So in that respect, he has yet to fully succeed as a general manager. But if he expects a new head coach to come in and make lemonades out of his poor decisions, his sour decisions, you could say, then that's a tall task for anyone. And with the surgeries that the Bruins have um, seen come up over the last little bit, you know, over the last 11 days, the Bruins have uh, seen Brad Marchand undergo double hip surgery, McAvoy shoulder surgery, Grizzlick shoulder surgery, Riley ankle surgery, Bergeron elbow surgery, and then Bergeron wins the Selkie, Bruce Cassidy fired. So whoever's coming in, they're going to be dealing from uh, less than full deck because you're going to be starting the season without Brad Marchand, without Charlie McAvoy, arguably your two best players, especially if Bergeron does not come back. Grizzlick, Riley also will be on for a little bit of time. So the lineup will be thin to begin with barring any significant changes in the offseason. But if he's saying he's not going to buy anybody out, then that's less cap space that they have to work with. Again, as of right now, the Bruins have $2.38 million in projected cap space, and that's with Bergeron unsigned, with Krejci unsigned, Grizzlick, Riley, trade candidates, both injured, so that's going to make things difficult. And if you're considering trading David Pasternak, then you are really putting yourself behind as well. Um, So that's pretty pretty much the story in Boston this morning. Bruce Cassidy out. 
And Don Sweeney, Cam Neely, continuing to direct the ship. And we'll see who they bring in, both behind the bench and on the bench, to help improve what was a pretty decent season for the Boston Bruins. Again, down the stretch, after Bruce Cassidy made the decision to optimize his lineup by putting David Poshnok on the second line. The Bruins posted a very good record. Uh, They went, uh, let me just pull it up here, from January 1st through to the end of the regular season. They had a 6th ranked point percentage in the entire NHL. Behind the Panthers, Avalanche, Wild, Maple Leafs, Calgary Flames. Ahead of the Carolina Hurricanes, the team that they lost to. And that's a direct result of that coaching decision. To optimize the lineup that he was given by the general manager that was flawed to the beginning with. Look back to last offseason you lose Rask you lose Krejci a ton of cap space opened up and you fill it with Eric Howla, Thomas Nosek, Derek Forbort, Nick Foligno and that's on top of not developing talent through the draft over the last several years in my mind that's on management but It's usually the coach who goes first. You only get so many hires. So if this doesn't pan out, you know, the hot seat shifts right underneath Don Sweeney's ass. And he uh, will likely be next to go if this decision does not pay off. And, you know, it's not going to, I don't think... (laughs) Uh, We'll talk more coming up about Don Sweeney's trade record, his drafting record, his signing record, as it seems as though he will indeed be directing the ship for the foreseeable future. For now, um, Bruce Cassidy out as head coach. The search begins, and on tomorrow's episode, we'll talk about some potential coaching candidates for the Boston Bruins. Let me know what you think about this decision by dropping a comment on the YouTube page or at LockedNHL Bruins. And again, thank you for making Locked on Bruins your first listen every day. Go check out the Locked on NHL podcast. They have you covered uh, for the playoffs. Colorado Avalanche last night advancing to the Stanley Cup final. They await the winner of the Rangers Lightning Series. Game four of that goes tonight with the Rangers up 2-1. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. We'll be back tomorrow to continue to talk about the fallout of this decision, potential candidates, where the Bruins go next, and... uh, Yeah, happy Tuesday, everybody. Hope you have a great day, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow here on the Locked On Bruins podcast, 
part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.